the elephant in the pew. Elephant in the Pew podcast, where they engage in the topics everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss. From the Elephant Portable Studio, here are your hosts, Stephen Whitten and Ryan Reggie. So what do I mean by, what do we mean by favored by God or special yeah, relationship? Yeah, what do we, what do, what do we, do we mean that we're blessed? I can't God. walk up to my dad here on earth and kick him in the shin. <laughs> And then ask him for 10 bucks. First of all, if you kicked your dad in the shin, he probably would kick you back. (laughs) (laughs) You'd bunch me. Welcome to the Elephant in the Pew podcast, where we engage the topic everyone wants to talk about, but nobody wants to discuss. I'm Stephen Witten. And I'm Ryan Ramsey. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Go to elephantpew.com. Because this show is brought to you by elephantview.com. Hey, that's coincidentally where you can find all of the stuff you need from this show, including links to our own personal blogs what and podcasts. You know, so we sponsor ourselves since we're self-made men or something like that. So I wouldn't say it that way, but okay. Uh, something like that. Something like that. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm running out of expressions. How's, we're like 40 shows into this bad boy. I'm running out of expressions. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. <sighs> Okay, we're not self-made men. We're not self-made. Well, we are self-made, but not... We produce ourselves. Yeah. We're self-made. I, I just don't want it to be like we're not rich by any means, guys. So if you want to... Oh, yeah. Us, I mean, we're self-made for what we have, which is like, basically nothing. But, you know, uh, we've ideas, done that. We've topics, done that. equipment. We've done that computers. all on our own. You can send us whatever And God. I mean, God helped us uh, and some people. I don't know. Every analogy breaks down to some yeah, extent. Yeah, you know? to, to an extent, yeah. So, anyway, so happy Fourth of July! I know that um, this this episode is not coming out um, until three days from now, probably. Right. Um, but I just wanted to say happy Fourth of July, happy Freedom Day to you, Ryan, because today is Steve-o. the Fourth of July. We are we are not stopping just because the world, just because America shuts is on down, vacation today. We are not. No, and we grilled. We did. We grilled, and we celebrated freedom. Yep. The only thing we're not doing today that we should do is go shoot some guns. Other than that... Actually, I should have brought my gun. We should have shot guns, and then we could have been f- true patriots. Yeah. But, you know... I didn't. I'm sorry. It's okay. You know... There's it, always next time. We get an 80%. Yeah, it's still passing. Yeah. It's a C. Actually, in, um, in America, that's a pretty good grade. Hey, whoa, hey, hey, hey. This is Freedom Day. Don't you tear down America <laughs> on Freedom Day. I am Day. not tearing down America. I'm tearing down its education system. <laughs> George Washington's going to come spank you. No, he won't. He's going to come chop you down like that cherry tree you chopped down. No, he won't. Because he's dead. <gasps> How dare you. Happy Fourth of July, guys. Just wanted that. I do love my country. Yeah, we're going to switch up the way we record because we're recording this on Monday and we're going to actually put it on Thursday and then we're going to go Thursday next next Thursday. And But anyways, you guys don't care. Who cares It doesn't about matter. That? You know, It okay. doesn't matter. It, I mean, they It don't, doesn't matter what your name is, said The Rock. They, they don't care. When we record it, just that they as get long the, as they get they, the, get, they, they get, get it. the stuff. That's all they yeah. really care about, which is good. So, in light of uh, today being um, the Fourth of July or Independence Day, um, we're gonna talk about America. America. All right, guys. So here's the question that was uh, posed to me. I actually uh, read quite a bit, um, especially since I'm no longer on Facebook every day. I read more stuff about 
America. Um, Amer- not America, but more stuff about it, anything in general. Um, but the question has been posed to me in an article I read. Does God have a special, quotations, relationship with America? Yes. Next question. <clears throat> so we're going to hash this out between Ryan and I. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yes, next question. No, the, uh, we're going to keep going on this. I'm, I'm not going to stop until Ryan like kind of has a conversation with me. So, Ryan, do you honestly, and give me your thoughts. Don't just give me an answer. What are your thoughts on God having a special relationship? And I guess it depends on how you define special. Oh, uh, what's we always start all of our episodes out with definitions. We have well because any, any conversation or needs to define the terms, right? Exactly. As Kyle he- Eidelman said, I almost called him Kyle Heil. I don't know. Kyle Heil. Kyle Eidelman said, "There's always got to be a DTR moment." Define the relationship. So in this discussion, we have to define expectations of what we're wanting to get out of this. So what do I mean by what do we mean by favored by God or special yeah, relationship? Yeah. What do we what do what do we mean? Do we mean that we're blessed? Do we mean that? Um, what what does that mean? So uh, let's 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 start out. at the very beginning. Very, That's a very good, good place, place to, start. to start. Okay, so we'll go right to the beginning of America. Okay, G Dub George G- Washington. That's not the beginning of well. Okay, technically it is the beginning of America. <laughs> what I see on Facebook today <laughs> said uh, Ron Swanson said, said history began July fourth, seventeen seventy seven. Six seventy seven six. Everything before that was a mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything before that was a mistake. That's right. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so in... Um, Train derailed there for a second. Yeah, uh, Revolutionary War. If you look back, uh, you should read a book called 1776. It's a good book. Um, And in that book, you will hear uh, letters read from both sides of the war. And you'll get a very eerie theme traveling through the whole book it's not a christian book i don't think i don't think so i don't think i think it's just his reporting the letters yeah but um god or some supernatural thing was definitely involved in the revolutionary war all the way from george washington's uh fight in the french and indian war in which they called him i think the ghost or something like that he was running back and forth um across enemy lines getting good positions and shooting, in which he never got shot once. But at the end of the battle, he took his coat off, and there were like a hundred holes through it, something like that, some ridiculous amount of holes with bullets from where he was running, and his cloak was, you know, behind him, or his jacket, long jacket, there was holes, <laughs> bullet holes through it. That's how close they were. Wow. So, had you not heard that before? No. I, I mean, I read the book. Yeah. It's in there. But I don't remember that part. It's okay. I guess you just don't read as good as I do. It's fine. It's also been, like, <laughs> how long? I don't know. I read... I listened to the audiobook when I was painting, so it worked out. Oh, there you go. Um, so, uh, there's, Probably just there's that. Um, we know for a fact there were some key battles in which um, we were running away. If you read 1776, you realize that really in the first year, 1776, of the Revolutionary War, um, we did a lot of running away. So well, let's just face it. The colonials at the time were not um, capable. They were an uh, army. They were the, a militia. Yeah, they weren't capable of 
um, fighting the most productive military. I'm not going to say they were the greatest at the time, but they were the most productive military in the world at that time, which was Great Britain's, the, the Redcoats. The, the Redcoats red are coming. The, the Redcoats red were the most productive military in that time. So, anyways, uh, in that battle, while they were running away, the the dawn was coming, and they were like totally going to be busted, and they were going to be killed because <laughs> they couldn't. They had they're crossing the river, and they got their cannons stuck in the mud, and all blah blah blah. Yeah. So, uh, but this like unnatural fog settled in and stayed like all morning, so they could get their stuff moved without them knowing that they had left their position. So, and there's a bunch of other stories like that. You're like, when I was listening to, it, I was like this isn't a Christian author, is it, or a Christian book? Because this seems very obvious to me that it was God, like, protecting them in this in this deal. Um, and it's not. So I, um, I think, were they favored by God in the beginning against the British? Hmm, now that's the question. Because can you, well... Here's the question, though. Like the question really was, does America now have a special relationship? My line doesn't say now. Says, is America favored by God? Oh, um, I guess is would be current. If I said, yeah. has America been favored by God? I think that. Um, I don't want to hear what you think. I want to hear what you know. Okay. Well, I know that God does not have a special relationship, as in similar to the Israelites of the Old Testament. Whoa, 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 whoa. You made a big jump there. From How did I make a big the jump? The Israelites and that's favor. Where this, this, that's where this uh, whole... I didn't say we were the Israelites. No. I said we have a favor. Oh. But what about other countries? Do other countries don't... They don't have favor? Well, maybe they suck. <laughs> Pro- proving <laughs> once again that America is the greatest thing in the entire world. Well, I mean, like, so let's take I'm it... So proud to be an American. Let's, let's, let's look at it this at way. At least I know I'm free. America definitely has perks that other countries don't have. We, I would say that we are one of the, if not the most uh, prolific and richest country in the world. We're also the most giving country in the world. Okay. Okay. Right. Right, I was, but I was meaning wealth, um, in which we give away a lot of it. I just percentage don't want you, wise, percentage I don't want, wise, you're do always going after the American church, and I, I tolerate that. But don't you dare go after America. Oh, okay, Stephen. yeah, don't go after America. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade here. I'm not saying anything. I have, and I said today that I am, I am a patriot. I I love this country. It is the greatest country in the world, but. Does the question that I'm asking is does God have a special relationship with with us? Hmm. Um, I think uh, I know. <laughs> no, you think or you know? I know. No, you know that in the beginning, God had a special relationship with America. He, for some reason, because he could have just left this whole place Indians and colonists, and you know what I mean. It was it would have been yeah. Fine, but for some reason he allowed us to come here. Now, this is why I believe that. Because about the same time, the King of England went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs wow. and took over the Church of England, which was a um what is it, a government based faith, right? Right. Yes. And so I think God really in protecting protecting the authenticity of his worship 
helped America be formed as now, you know, America's free to have freedom of religion. That's our, our, our big thing. Right. Right. And so I think that's why he helped in the Revolutionary War so that, that would happen and that we wouldn't just have Church of England over here doing Church of England things. You know? Right. Um, so I think there was a special favor from God there as a protection for the gospel and uh, it's built because at that time, by that time, um, we weren't largely Christian. The Islam push was starting to happen in Europe and all those countries. So um, that was all changing. The whole landscape was changing. So I believe that America was created for that purpose. Okay. So I believe that at one point we did have favor. And you can see that in the Declaration of Independence. You can see that in our Constitution and in the foundational writings of America that we were once focused on God. Well, I mean, like, when you think about it, the whole thing that spawned the revolution was about taxes based off of certain goods. Well, right? it was about taxes, about not represent, representing, representation, ignoring the laws. Taxation that, without representation. Ig- ignoring the laws that needed to be made because for the colonies, they were ignoring the laws. Uh Having setting up parliament hearings um, in random places where nobody could get to, so that people couldn't be represented. So, like, there's a whole list. I just read through the Declaration of Independence Day. There's a whole list of wrongs. Um, which, yeah. which side note, you could compare it to today's America and find a lot of those same problems in today's structure. But I'll step down from my side note now. Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, I kind of, I, I kind of, I, I actually tend to agree with you that the reason. This, it's just a, this once. Just just this once, guys. This is a this is a monumental thing, right? Because I don't usually. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Marking it on the calendar. Yeah, that God did ordain the um, creation of America, the United States of America, mm-hmm. um, because any other time, I mean, taxation without rep- representation is kind of like a big. De- I mean, like that governments for thousands upon thousands of years have always taxed without representing the whole you know right so they don't care it's a flimsy excuse to start um a nation however however there's in an ideal world the people should agree on what they pay to support the government agreed that's what i'm saying like so like the whole idea that it was a flimsy excuse to start a revolution but it solidified america and mm-hmm. In my opinion, there's no way that we could have done it without the, you know, the okay, if if not the ordination by God, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I would I would agree with you there that I think that's the the main focus. Okay, let's fast forward now. Fast forwarding. So <laughs> we've had a hundred years. Uh, more seventeen seventy six. We're almost two hundred eighteen seventy six. So we're in the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, we're uh, going that. We're going back. We're not going we're, as far back. Now. So, does God still have a special relationship with America during eighteen late eighteen hundreds or mid eighteen hundreds? I would say, um, look at the revivals that yeah, happened. The, the great, the great awakening. Great awakenings. Yeah, I would. The first one happened right before the Revolutionary War. Second one happened um, about eighteen fifty, I believe. Now, here's a question I'm going to bring out to you. Another question is. All right, so maybe the special relationship with America is not politically relation a political relationship or a relationship with the country, um, the system of the country, but maybe it's a special relationship with the citizens 
that are in America. Yeah, because God doesn't care about countries. No. He cares about people, right? Right. So maybe I'd hear whole, that argument. This question is not a, a good question in the fact that it's pointing out like the nation, but when it should be t- pointing out, it should be pointing out the people right. of said nation because God has a special relationship, especially since you know um, 33 A.D. when His Son died and then rose again. Um, he wanted to have relationship with all people. Right. That was the whole purpose of Jesus coming and dying and right. beating sin. So maybe the question is not, does does God have a special relationship with America, but does God have a special relationship with the people of America? Hmm, that's a good question. Think about that that Great Awakening again, uh, Second Great Awakening, and it makes me ask the question, were there other big revivals happening anywhere else in the world at those times? Or was it mostly a time that was lost to other religions or are falling away? So, to support your question, is it the people that God has a relationship with? And I would say, yeah. I would agree. I would agree with that. Then, As we can see now, I'm fast-forwarding again from 1800s to 1920s, 1930s. World War One between World War One and World War Two, there was a Great Depression, mm-hmm. um, and there was also um, prohibition, and that was when the people of the country were trying to legislate morals, right? Mm-hmm. Into that, um, Which, yeah, we just talked about, yeah. So now, can can we can we witness anything, any blessings out of that? Because up until then, I mean, we had there were times of struggle, but America was pretty stable country. Even mm-hmm. after the Revolutionary War, we were, we, I mean, we were dirt poor, of course, but, right. um, but it grew to a point where, in the, even in the 1960s, we fought against each other, but we were still economically um, independent from a lot of other countries. And then all of a sudden, ni- now you fast forward to the 1920s and 30s, and the stock market crash. Great Depression happens, is that um, what happens there? Mm. There were a lot of uh, the church attendance was pretty low in the Great Depression time as well. So when you start looking at that, you start thinking of okay, so was there a special relationship with its people with with the people of America mm. then? And and then you also have to add the next question on is how to how do we measure a relationship? between God and a people. Mm. Is it by the popularity, the success, the economical success, or the spiritual success? What do we measure it by? Because mm. then we have to start thinking of um, just because a country is not economically the greatest doesn't mean that it's not a godly country, right? Right. The people, I'm talking specifically about people, not... Undoubtedly, I mean, there's no government system in the world that is godly. It's the people that are in the system right. that could be godly, right? The systems right. are... I mean, sister, the systems are um, just like any other institution. They can't be Christian or non-Christian. It's a... Neutral. Neutral zone. Depends so on the, the people that make it up. Yeah. So that's the question there, is are there... What's our what's our uh, measuring stick, mm. so to speak? It's a good question. 
I mean, because the Bible d- clearly states that it will be. It is easier to um, put a. Was it what's the scripture? It says for easier for a camel, camel to fit through the head of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven. Yeah, that. So, how can we justify our basis of success economically? Um, how can we tie that together with the idea that God God has blessed America because look how rich we are, mm. you know? Now, I don't know if they are related. Because what if the monetary abundance we have is not a blessing but a curse? That's what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's what I was... No, no, that's the line of thought I was going down. I didn't mean to steal your words. No, you're fine. Just say what you need to say, Stephen. <laughs> say, no, I'm not going to go into that song because you'll then I'll lose you. I'll be gone again. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's a good question because, I mean, I guess if you look at the Old Testament, Israel, when they were blessed or anointed... Well, I guess they were always anointed, so they went through times where they had abundance, some mm-hmm. of the greatest times, and then times where they were poor and enslaved. Right. So I don't think I don't think we can look at our riches. But that's interesting, though, because Israelites were a nation of people, whether they lived in Israel or not. Right. When they were enslaved, they were still the Israelites in a nation. When they were in Egypt, when they were in Babylon, they were still Israelites, the Israelite yeah. nation. Yeah. So I don't think America is the same. I think when God... Um, has a favored people. Um, they the mark goes on the people, not on the place, the geolocation. Right. Even though he does seem to have a special relationship with the area of Israel and Jerusalem. Yeah. Because he returns even there. Even to this day, he returns there at the end. You know. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, um, up until I mean, how long was it until nineteen forty eight? When World there War was II. after World War Two, it was right after World War Two that the Israel, like it, the, the Israel nation, was formed, and um, there's actually like documented stories of um, discussions with uh, I think it was Eisenhower um, when he was talking to trying to talking to the other nations. It was um, the beginning stages of the United Nations. And they said that they were he was he was he formed he helped form the nation of Israel mm-hmm. to what it, the the lines that it is today. And when asked why he was doing it by the Israels, he, Israelites not Israelites but the Israelis at that time, um, he mentioned the Bible mm-hmm. and he said, "That's what I'm doing. I'm supposed to do this. Is my job." So mm. it makes you think. Okay, so did Dwight Eisenhower was that Eisenhower or? Um, Somebody the next after him, but whoever did that, like, did he? It was a personal. Was it America that had a special relationship, or is it that God is instrumental in certain leaders within the country that makes that country important and specific and have a good relationship at the time? Truman. Truman. Thank you. So, um, these are the these are the questions that I ask myself. It's like, okay, uh, America is a great nation. I'm no one can deny that we are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question is, is are we godly? Mm. And how can uh, how can God have a relationship with an ungodly nation? Mm. 
questions. I don't have answers. I just have questions. So <laughs> forgive me. Mm. Forgive me. Well, I'd say now that we fast forward to the 1800s, 19, early 1900s, we move into um, what I would call the turbulent years in which we completely turn our back on God. Because for a long time, so Christianity went from somewhere or worshiping the one true God, which call that went from something that was true and believed and we did to it became kind of like uh, the cultural thing to do in yeah. America. And that's kind of what our grandparents grew up in and parents grew up in. Um, and then all of a sudden the sixties and seventies happened. And then it was like, why, why do we do this? Why does this have to be this way? Um, and we really saw a shift in America. And I don't think we've recovered from that ever since. Um, I don't think so either. Uh, Vietnam, all that era, hippies, all that stuff, free love. Um, we've kind of walked away. Drug, sex, and rock and roll. Yeah. So, uh, I think maybe we've cut ourselves off. Or at least, there was such a large population that had a relationship with God that it's now dwindled down to what I would call a remnant that it speaks of in the Bible. Because... God has shifted his favor people from the Israelites mm-hmm. to his church. Yeah. Right? I can agree with that. So they we have his favorite people. If you are in his church, you are his favorite people. So America used to be a large portion made up of the church. And now it's not. It's dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. So Yeah, it's the it's the fastest decreasing right. member wise, right? So we see a population changing as far as what they believe and we see the ramifications of what happens when a country the church gets smaller and smaller in the country yeah because you know when you think about it I, I'm always brought back to um, Revelation um, and the prophecies and everything like that when no, there's like no mention of places like America right all of the landscapes, everything that it talks about is based off of, you know, Israel, that um, area, um, Jerusalem, the Middle East. And yet here we are. We're in the mm-hmm. we're literally on the other side of the world and um, no mentions in prophecy. Yeah, I think in Revelation, there's a mention of the sons of the lion. Which yeah, they, the, and a lot of people point that. And they out. say which is the lion, which is the UK, because they traditionally have the lion as their symbol. Right. Um, and then the sons would be all of the colonies in which they birthed, which is a lot of different countries, yeah, including America. It, so it was, yeah, America, Australia, America, New Zealand, New Zealand, Canada was France, wasn't it? So. Canada was France, but it's Canada was France, but now it's actually part. It's still part of. Like, the United Kingdom still has some claim to... Is, oh, side note, is Canada a part of the EU? I don't know. I don't know. I I can look that up real quick, but you oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just thinking about that. So, Revelation does talk about the sons of the lion. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's a difficult question when you start... You know, at first you can be kind of joking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, America does have a special relationship with God. But then you start thinking about it, like boiling it down. And it's like, hmm, do we have a special relationship with God? Or is it just something that we tell ourselves 
right. to justify our riches and right. Well, I say I think of this too. Um, I think God gave um, countries or organizations or whatever you want to call them, peoples, a roadmap for how to be blessed by God. And in Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, Genesis twelve three, it says, "Let me let me turn to Genesis twelve three. If you're listening to this, and you're not driving a vehicle where you'll wreck Please your car, turn your Bibles to Genesis twelve three, and I'll turn there too." He says this. You've probably heard this before. It says this. He went by stages from the Negev to Bethel to the place between Bethel and I where his tent had formerly been. Oh, wait. This is the wrong verse. <laughs> That's 13.3. Whoops. He Let's go to 12.3. He had his eyes open, but his eyes weren't I will open. bless those who bless you. I will curse those who treat you with contempt. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you if they bless Abraham's people. Okay? So, if you want to be blessed, simple. Bless Abraham's people. Who are Abraham's people? The Israelites. The Israelites. So who are the where are the Israelites now? Where are they? Yes. In well, they're scattered all throughout the. Well, but Europe. where have they come back since 1948? Israel. Israel. So I would say largely how we treat Israel determines God's favor. If you wanted to say the nations that God favors, okay. So in that, I would say we've done a pretty crappy job uh, under President Obama in our relationships with Israel, haven't we? I would agree, absolutely. Uh, and there's I think, more contempt. I think Benjamin Netanyahu has been very patient with us. Oh, he's been super patient with our leader. So, um, so I would say right now, not only does God um, not favor America, I would say God's wrath is on America. So, to recant your previous, the one we opened it up. The one I said sarcastically, you mean? Oh, that, you were being sarcastic, I see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, so really, does, do, does the United States have a special relationship? If you can say uh, a, real, a country going through the throes of wrath, then yes, that's that's a special, special, special relationship. But I would say that I'm, I'm. Whenever someone says that, I, I'm always hesitant, and I, I've always said, my Christianity is not tied with my Americanism. I'm a patriot, right? Separate from my Christianity. I kind of cringe every time I hear somebody say, "God bless America." Well, I think that we, you know, I depending on like, you know, like if it's a prayer, God, please bless us. I mean, then, then I'm o- I'm okay with it. But it's like, you know, but we haven't done anything to deserve His blessing. Well, I mean, has anybody? True. But I mean, that's th- th- that's the whole idea. Is like, you know, I don't think that it's a it's impossible. For I can't God. walk up to my dad here on Earth and kick him in the shin, <laughs> and then ask him for ten bucks. Actually, you can. I can. But the expectation there is that he... <laughs> first of all, if you kicked your dad in the shin, he probably would kick you back. <laughs> <laughs> he would punch me. <laughs> um, so, but that's my thing. Like, people say, God bless America. I'm like, why? Why should he bless us? Why are you even asking? Yeah. Uh, here's a better prayer. God, p- 
please give us some more time to straighten this crap out. Yeah. God, give us the give Lord, us the, the ability. To... God, mercy to America. God, please give us mercy. Yes. Have mercy on us should yes. be the prayer that we begin. Grace praying. and mercy, please. God, the highest mercy to America. Yeah. And that that's kind of what what I what I believe. Um, I agree. I mean, I I've never had that mentality that oh, America is God's country. I even when I was a kid, I'm like I because I always thought like. There's not a, there's not that many Christians out there comparatively, right? I mean, right. we're like now I know the numbers, but even when I was a kid, I was like there are more kids, more of my friends don't go to church than go to church. Mm-hmm. So are we, you know, and I'd always ask the question, so why doesn't everybody go to church? Right. Well, you know, because in America, you don't have to go to church. Right. Okay. Technically, in the world, you don't have to go to church. In fact, most of the world prefers you not to go to the church. But that's what I'm saying is like even I've always had this idea that America is not the church and the church is not America. So let's not try to confuse the two, even though it's been blurred. The lines have been blurred for right. decades, if not centuries. Um, that's why I I hesitantly I I agree with you that I hesitantly um, agree when someone says that you know America was is blessed by God. Mm. I think that at the beginning I think definitely we were blessed mm-hmm. by God to even be formed because mm. the circumstances out of um, the beginning are too I mean too too coincidental to actually make through. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was too, um, something, um, otherworldly. Supernatural. Supernatural had to have occurred. Yeah. For us to actually become America, the America we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and loved. I don't know if I love America right now. Mm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, I, I think America is still the greatest country economically and financially and we can turn it back spiritually if mm-hmm. we if we actually focused on that but i don't think that my love for america has dwindled over time because my the love of the love that i have for god has strengthened i don't find my i don't find my my identity in america as much as i did when i was a kid i find my identity in christ so that's that's my my take on it. Was like I I've always wondered at this question, and I, I'm glad we're bringing it up today um, about the special relationship with Christ. Um, does America have um, a special relationship with God? Um, because I think individually, there's million there's there are millions of people in America that do have a personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. but there are also millions of people in America that don't have a relationship with God. So to say that because of the few people that have a relationship, he's blessed the entire country, especially when that country is now starting to persecute mm-hmm. and uh, defame and um, Christ tear, followers. tear down Christ followers. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of my thought. Like, we started... Um, with a blessing on the people and the people made up the large part of the nation. And now we don't 
really because we're dwindling. Mm-hmm. And um, as we they begin to persecute Christians, the country begins to persecute Christians, begins to even legislate against them, their beliefs, um, as we're seeing all sorts of stuff happening in legislation against Christians and what we believe. Um, God's definitely going to take his hand off of government and stuff like that. I, I hesitantly say that because, like I said earlier, I, I strongly believe that the abundance and affluence that we've been given could not be of God. It could have been spiritual warfare that Satan put in America's life and America's existence to distract us from yeah. God. We're more, and we, we've been more worried about abundance and it's than worked. anything else. I, I fully 100% agree that Satan doesn't have to do the crazy, uh, we're more worried about money, food and right. stuff than mm-hmm. we are about other people. Yeah. And I, and I even struggle that with, uh, that's the hardest thing about going into ministry. I think in America is that our first, um, Gut, gut reaction is like, well, I'm going to take care of my family. I need to have bills paid and stuff like that. I struggle with that. And it's like, you know, I called you to do what you do. Don't worry about that. I'll take care of that. And in America, we really struggle with that because people in this country really look down at you if you're not like, oh, you don't have a plan? You, you haven't started a 401k? What are you going to do about retirement? It's like, I'm just trying to worry about tomorrow. Let alone. Last year last year was the first time I'd ever heard this because I actually started thinking it. Like a lot of people were telling me, oh, you need to start putting your, you know, stuff in a 401k, start getting an IRA, everything like this. Mm-hmm. So I called my bank. I was like, you know, I'm 28 years old. I'm thinking about this. And the guy laughed at me when he called because I, you know, I set up an appointment. He called me and he goes, so how old are you? And I said, I'm 28. And he goes, ha, you are way ahead of the game. 90% of the people don't even start saving for their 401k in the retirement until they're in their 40s. He goes, so he goes, I'm glad that you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. He goes, but the the fact of the matter is is that most people, even though they're they're the first ones to point it out to you that you need to start, mm-hmm. they aren't they yeah. haven't been thinking about it. So, I mean, that that's the thing is like we we do. We that's what's constantly on our mind is like how are you going to live your life continually the way you're doing it now right. after you're no longer making money. And I don't I don't think that's something that other countries necessarily struggle with. I think that's largely us. So Yeah. Hmm. The bell doth toll. And it's not firework time. No. It's no. time for our closing thoughts. Steven, go ahead. Well, I, I, I think I've I've made myself pretty clear and so I'll just reiterate some of the stuff. I, I believe that at one time America did have a special purpose that God gave them. You know, God gave America. Um, America. Yeah, America. They gave, he gave the United States um, the roadmap, as Ryan said. And um, we have, over the last 200, almost 250 years, 240 years, I believe, um, we have um, slowly but surely gotten off the, the the path that probably should have gone down. Um, that's not to say that it's irreversible. It's not that we can't turn around and actually start to straighten up the course, but it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of people, and a lot of um, resources to actually think about that and um, even think about it. I mean, like to actually do it, it would take even more. And so, does America currently? As the question goes, does the does America have a special relationship with God? I don't believe so. At as it states, I believe we did at one time, 
And so over the course of time, we've we're like the teenagers right now, you know, in a to do the parent-child um, thing uh, analogy. There is that I think America's like a teenager. We're um, telling God that um, we're smarter than Him, and we're doing the things our way. Now, whether or not we decide to um, come back to our senses, like most um, people do. Um, and say, man, Dad, you were right. Um, that remains to be seen. I think we can. It can happen. But I think um, if we let other voices come through, that uh, we may be led astray as a country, um, not individually. Um, so personally, no, I don't think America has a special relationship with God. I believe that we've blurred those lines for a little too long, and we need to remember that relationship with Christ and um, being a part of the kingdom of God and being a part of the church is not being an American. It's being a human that has a relationship with God. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no, I don't think we have a, a special relationship with God, but I think we can if we wanted to, to go yeah. back to that. You can find me on stoneswillcry.com. You can also find me on elephantpew.com. And um, any of the uh, social medias, either Stephen WW or Stones Will Cry. Ryan? Thanks, Stephen. Okay, so my closing thoughts, I got kind of a lot of them. So um, we've kind of synthesized the conversation today. And actually, you guys have a rare experience. A lot of times we come to our conversations already kind of knowing what we're going to talk about. But today, really, there were some like pauses and long talks. I was really thinking, like, man, that's a good question. i got to think about this before I say it. So... Just I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm interrupting you. This is my closing thought, Stephen. Yeah, um, because most of the questions that I came up with came up with just on the spot, so that's why neither one of us had any idea. We're having divine revelation, so about uh, patriotism. Yeah, maybe Stephen doubts that. Stephen, gosh, I can't see. I can't use any sort of expression today without Stephen getting all cross-eyed about it. Okay, so I want to specify. Um, I really don't like our country right now. Let me specify. I love the people of America. I think we, the people of America, are the greatest people on the face of the earth. I think we have been manipulated by uh, media, by leaders, um, to be in this fight right now. Every time I say the Pledge of Allegiance, when um, the whole, um, oh, what was it, um, Ferguson thing happened, the police shooting. I was actually at police academy when it happened. And every morning at police academy, we line up in formation and do the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. To the public for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay? Uh, and every time I say the word indivisible, I'd cringe a little bit. Because we have not been indivisible lately. And the government knows, the media knows, who is ever in control knows, because I'm not going to even act like I know who's in control. I know it's not us. Um seems to know that if we can divide them, we can do whatever we want. And they've done that. You, they've used the race issue this time. They use a different issue all, all the time. Throughout history, they've used war. They've used money. They've used social programs. They've used race this time. So they've used alcohol. I mean, they've used everything to yeah. try and divide us. So the trick is we have to ignore them, realize that we are America, and that we are the greatness of America and how we conduct ourselves and how we take care of each other. This um, greatly plays into the church, and um, I love um, the church in America especially. And we have the opportunity to lead that charge as the people of God 
into peace with one another, into loving one another, into taking care of one another, whether for despite race, creed, whatever, um, we have the opportunity to do that. So that is what we need to do for um, for the church and love them. So, so I just want to make that clear. I love the people of America. Um, I think we have so much untapped potential. We are truly a sleeping giant, right? Right now we're so confused what we see on the media. I feel like we need to turn our TVs off, turn our phones off, and go next door and talk to the people next door because that's what we're not doing. That's what they've scared us into staying inside and figure out what's going on in our neighborhoods and to then together figure out what's going on in our states and our world or in our country and our world and then be America again, you know? Make the decisions that need to be made. Don't allow them to make the decisions for us. I'm not sure how, what that looks like practically, but um, I feel that's like where we need to go. So um, I think, speaking of the church in America, man, we did have a time of favor on us, I believe. Um, and the church is favored by God, but I believe specifically America was favored for the purpose of the church. Um, we did one thing, we A, protected the word, but B, we sent out churches because we were the first ones to really organize missionaries and missionary programs and sending missionaries out to other countries. So great, in fact, that we've talked about this before. The Methodist Church took that last vote to vote in homosexuality in their church, and it got stopped only by the African pastors. Remember we talked about that, Stephen? Yes. So um, we have, in essence, protected God's word, or God has helped us do that by sending out churches. So although we are starting to lose our way, um, we protected the gospel for a season so that it could be sent out through us, which is just a miracle that God would do that in the first place to see us. So, um, and the last thing I really think is, um, I think we're running out of time. I want to say there's another revival coming, but the more I talk to people, um, who are willing to, uh, dive into the things that the spirit has for them, they all have a sense of urgency for a couple things. One is the memorization of scripture and implanting scripture in their hearts. And two, the need for prayer. And I don't just mean popcorn prayers, throwing them up like most people pray, admittedly, okay? I know you're you're hearing me say, well, I pray better than that. Well, I know how you really pray because I pray like that sometimes too. But God has really convicted me, and I hear him convicting men and women across the United States saying, I need to pray. And I don't mean just pray, but to sit in quiet and silence and meditate in God's word and talk to him and listen to him and hear what he has to say, spend time with him. And I hear these stories about how God is revealing himself to these people. I hear stories about how God is revealing himself to uh, Muslims in these Muslim countries like Iran and Iraq and all these places um, that God is revealing. Jesus is literally appearing to them saying, my name is Jesus Christ. I'm the real deal. And to be saved, I'm going to send somebody to you to tell you how to be saved. And the next day, the missionary comes into town, stuff like that. So God is on the move for some reason. I think it's because we're running out of time. And in his grace and mercy, he is helping us with the great commission because he's realized Mm -hmm. we've dropped the ball a little bit. Um, so, uh, so I, I think, uh, we're running out of time and we need to be, be aware of that as a church. I I don't expect for there to be another great awakening in the country. I think the great awakening will be the final preparations for his return. So, um, that's what I believe in my heart. Um, and if I'm wrong, great, because that means more time for more generations to come to the Lord. But I do believe that the landscape and the climate is that. So, is God is America favored by God? No. Will it be favored by God again? No. Will the church in America be favored by God? Yes. And we are the remnant of the church that stays faithful to his word and his promises and seeks after his will for our lives is favored by God. As long as we make up a great portion of America, the people of America will be blessed. Uh, you can find me at 
shoutingintothewild.com. Just go there. I'm not giving you anything else. You can email me at ryan at shoutingintothewild.com if you need to. All right. And um, while we recorded this episode, I just thought of this. We were drinking tea. You're drinking tea out of a Union Jack uh, mug. You know, there are some benefits. Traitor. There are some benefits to being an audio program, and you're ruining them, Stephen. Oh, sorry. At least I'm drinking, I'm drinking tea out of my Dunkin' um, Donuts. And you're drinking England's number one tea, PG Tips. Just so you know. I apologize to all of the Americans um, listening to this and so, uh, broadcast. And the reason I drink out of this mug I is because it's the me. biggest mug I have without using a teapot. Thank you very much. I um I feel un-American. Right you now. know what? You, you shouldn't tie your uh, worth to your country. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and making us a part of it and um, listening to our podcast. If you'd like to um, catch us, uh, catch any of the news, go to elephantpew.com or you can email us both. Um, email Ryan at Ryan at elephantpew.com or Stephen at elephantpew.com. Thank you so much. Again, you are the best listeners out there, whether you are in America or abroad. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July. Uh, thanks so much for uh, tuning in today. Um, I have a quick note before oh. we tune out here. We did have somebody get on there and rate and review on iTunes, and oh. just as promised, he will have his poem. But I do want to say a quick, you can find us on Blueberry or lots of other places other than Elephant Pew. But I would encourage you to go to iTunes or an Android uh, Google Play. Is it over Android? Yeah, Google, Google Play's on there. Um, so the reason that you should subscribe is not for us, but for you. So you automatically get the new podcast downloaded every time it pops up. As soon as we load it, it'll go straight to your phone and start downloading so you can listen to it in your car. And before you know it, you miss us a couple weeks, you get busy with some or whatever, you get in the car and you have three episodes already to go, and you're like, hey, I got something to listen to now on my drive. Absolutely. So I'd say go to Elf and Pew, hit subscribe, and then rate and review. If you do it on iTunes, because that's the one I check, um, I'll write you a poem. So <clears throat> this is poem time. Uh, Soldier Boy 27 you wrote us uh, a rate and review. Thank you very much. Here, here we go. Ready? <clears throat> Soldier Boy 27 we hope we get to party in heaven. Your review was so insightful and kind. You must be one when he rents, always rewinds. Please tell your friends about our show, and then you can help us grow, grow, grow. All right, throwing it back to the 90s with a rewind. That's right. Uh, uh, so, Soldier Boy, thanks for that rate and review. So, um, like I said, you guys can find us on iTunes or just go to elephantpew.com and you can listen to us there. There's links for all the stuff there. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Ryan Ramsey. And I'm Stephen Witten. Until next time, God, God bless. bless.